Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the Aces are concerned over Jane's 19-year-old niece, Betty, who lives with them and works as Mr. Ace's secretary. She won't tell them who the man is she's interested in. She did hint he was a musician. She did not mention he was 41 years old. This episode takes place in two scenes, the Aces bungalow and then to Mr. Ace's real estate office. But first to the house where we find Jane with the Aces semi-adopted orphan, Cokie. Listen. Well, I thought everything like it told me, Mother... You bring? I didn't say anything about. I brought a disguise. Disguise? Who said anything about bringing a disguise? Didn't you tell me over the telephone you want me to trail somebody? Yes, but I. Well, I wear a disguise when I trail people. Here it is. They won't know me when I wear this. What is that? A beard, and this is a mustache. Look, I'll show you. First, I put on the mustache. There, see? Okay. Now the beard, like this. How's that? Okay, come back. I'm still here, Mother. No, come back young, I mean. Look at you, an old man. Pretty good, huh, Mother? I can't stand it. Stop it, Cokie. Take it off? Yeah. Okay. Presto, change you. See? How's that? Well, that's better. And don't do that again, Cokie. A mother hates to see their children grow old, and so quick. But if you want me to trail somebody, I have to wear this. Who do you want me to trail? Well, well, I'll tell you the whole story. Sit down. Yeah? It's Betty. Betty? What did she do? I don't know. We have to find out. Now, here's the whole story in a shell hole. For the last two weeks or so, Betty hasn't been coming home to dinner every night. Why, some nights she doesn't come home to dinner three nights a week. And she won't tell us where she goes. You want me to trail her and find out where she goes? Is that it? Yes, that's part of it. Now, the other part... Um, well, I don't know how to tell you this, Cokie. What is it, Mother? Oh, well, I guess I might as well tell you before some stranger does. Well, when a girl goes out like that, Cokie, she doesn't go out alone, you see? Oh, I don't know how to say it. You mean she's got a boyfriend? Cokie, where do you learn things like that? Oh, I know a lot of things, Mother. Oh, this younger generation. Well, yes, Cokie, that's it. She has. Who is he? I don't know. That's just it. 
You see, last week I got a letter from her mother telling me she was worried about Betty not getting married. After all, Betty's 19, and 19 is pretty old. For a young girl, I mean. Yeah. Well, we talked it over, and we decided Betty ought to meet some nice fellow and think about getting married, or at least engaged. You want me to find a fellow for her, or is that it? No. Will you let me tell you this? Oh, excuse me, Mother. Well, I should think you would. Well, then your Uncle A said that he thinks Betty has a fellow she's interested in, because a lot of times he comes into the office and finds her talking to somebody on the phone, and she kind of hangs up quick and gets embarrassed. Well, I got to thinking that she hadn't been home to dinner for a couple nights, and I put two and two together, and I decided to have a talk with her. Yeah? So I went down to the office and had a long talk with her. Well, we hummed and hawed, you know, and finally I made her tell me something about him, and she said he's a musician. Musician? Yes, but that's all she'd tell me. She wouldn't tell me his name, and she said she wouldn't introduce him to us or anything. Oh, I see. You want me to trail Betty and find out where she goes and who the man is. Is that it? Yes, that's it. Okay, Mother. Wait, come back here. Why are you running like a chicken with his hat off? Well, I want to get on the job. Well, will you wait till I tell you? Look at you, like a steam engine. Well, I always get excited when I get on a case like this. Well, don't get so excited and wait till I finish. Now, Betty called up this morning about 11 o'clock and said she wouldn't be home for dinner tonight again. And she's going to see him again? Yes. Now, here's what you're going to do. I'm going downtown with you to the office. I'm going to give her one last chance to tell me who the man is. Now, if she won't tell me, when she gets ready to leave the office, I'll go out with her, and you'll be standing in the lobby downstairs, right where we go out of the building, you see? Yeah. Then you'll hear me say, so you won't come home, Betty. Just like that. So you won't come home, Betty. That's it. When I say that, you'll know you have to follow her, but not too close because she'll see you. I'll wear my disguise. Oh, do you have to wear that? Oh, sure. That way I can get real close to you, and I can hear you say, so you won't come home, Betty. But if I say, well, Betty, let's go home then, that means she's told me everything and you don't have to follow her. I got you, Mother. I'll say it loud enough for you to hear. I won't be too far. I won't have to be with my disguise. Now, if you take the taxi, you'll have to follow her in the cab. I'll give you some money. Oh, thanks, Mother. Now, come on. It's 4 o'clock. They close the office at 5. It'll just give us time to go down there before she... Oh, uh, Betty, I'm leaving now. What did you say? I say it's half past four. I'm leaving now. I've got to go up to the shop and pick up my car. They said it would be ready until about 4.30. All right. It's just half past now. Yeah, so uh, when you get finished with those letters, you uh, close up here. It'll take me about a half an hour. I'll drive by for you and pick you up in front of the building. Oh, uh, you won't have to. I'm not going home to dinner this evening. Not go... Now, listen, this is getting to be a habit, isn't it? Oh, please, Uncle Ace. We're not going through that again. Now, look, Betty, as long as your mother isn't here, we have to look out for you, and I'm not going to permit this. What I do outside of office hours is my own affair. It is nothing of the kind, and if you're going to insist on this going out every night business, I'm going to wire your folks about it. Oh, I don't think you'll do that. Oh, I won't. No, I don't think you will. That only means bringing mother or father here. And I don't think you're very much in favor of that. Now, now uh, you look here, young lady. Don't you be so smart-alecky. Oh, I haven't time to argue with you now, but I'm going to be waiting up till you get home tonight, and I'm going to have this out with you. We'll see about this attitude of yours. I'll make you snap out of it, this and this, and come to your senses. Hello, David. Listen, I'm leaving earlier tonight. Instead of meeting me downtown, I'll come out to your apartment. How'll that be? Well, I can take a cab and come out, and then we can go out to dinner from the apartment. Oh, but David, as long as I have this extra hour or so, why can't I spend it with you? 
but I hate to stand around downtown waiting for you. There's nothing to do for an hour. Well, you sound as if you don't even want to see me. Oh, stop being so sensible and stop worrying about my cab fares. I, I, I won't listen. No, I won't. I'll be out in about half an hour and we can drive downtown again in your car. See you later. I have to hang up now. Oh, hello, Betty. Hello, Aunt Jane. Where's, uh, everybody? He just went out the door. Oh, did he go home already? He went to get the cars in the shop. Oh, isn't that a shame? I, um, happened to be downtown, uh, shopping, and I thought I'd drop up here and drive home with him. Isn't that a shame? Yes, isn't it? Oh, uh, don't let me keep you from your work, Betty. Oh, I've just finished, Aunt Jane. I'm getting ready to close up. But it's not five o'clock yet. I know, but we don't have regular hours here. You don't have regular hours anywhere, if you know what I mean. Yes, I think I do know what you mean. And if it's just the same with you, I'd rather not discuss it. Well, it's not just the same with me. I would like to discuss it. I haven't time now, Aunt Jane. Why? Where are you going? You know I'm going out to dinner. I phoned you. Alone? Of course not. And stop asking so many questions, please. Got to lock up here. Now, look, Betty... I've decided to give you one last chance to tell me who the fellow is. And if you don't tell me, I'm going to talk to you like a Dutch aunt. Now, all you've told me so far is that he's a musician. For further details, see your local newspapers. What? Excuse me, Aunt Jane, I've got to get my head on in a hurry. I'll talk fast, then. If you think I'm going to sit around the house every night waiting on pins and cushions for you to come home, you're sad and mistaken. Anybody can see without looking twice that you're head over shoulders in love with somebody. Well, why don't you tell us who he is? Is he so terrible that you can't tell us his name? Goodness, I've always told my mother who I went out with. You're not my mother. I'm your mother's sister. I've always told my mother's sister who I went out with, if she asked me, if I went out. But I didn't go out as many nights as you do, and for not coming home to dinner, well, that was the last thing on earth I'd do. Times have changed since your girlhood days, Aunt Jane. Well, how old do you think I am? You make me sound like I'm in the Middle Ages. You do sound as if you're living in them. Where's my bag? I'm in a hurry. Oh, that has all the earmuffs of a dirty dig. Now, listen, Betty, will you please come home with me? Or at least tell me who this fellow is. Goodness, we don't care if you know some nice boy that you like to go out to dinner with, even if he is just a fancy passing. But the way you're acting, you're ashamed of him. I don't know what else it could be. There's something going on. You don't have to draw any blue points for me. I wasn't born for nothing. Your slip shows. What? Your slip shows back there. Now, if you could only give me one good reason why you don't want us to meet this boy, I wouldn't say anything. Can you give me one good reason? Because. Well, yes. Then another good reason. Just one more. I'm sorry, Aunt Jane. I've got to run now. I've got to lock up. I'm not finished yet, Betty. Oh, well, if you want me to lock you up here. No, wait a minute. Wait, I'm coming. Lock me up here. That would be just like you. Lock up your own aunt. I was only joking, Aunt Jane. That's a fine thing to joke about. I wish you'd joke about this boy you're going with. And don't think we won't find out about him someday, because we will. You can't get away with this forever, you know, because someday we'll know all about it. So why don't you tell us now? I'll ring for the elevator. Look, Betty, if you'll tell us, you know that careful coat you thought about buying this winter, well, I'll see to it that you can get enough money added to what you've got to buy it if you'll only tell us who he is. Oh, a bride. Bride? Are you thinking of marrying this boy we don't know? I said a bribe, Aunt Jane. Oh, where is this elevator? That would be a fine thing. I suppose you're thinking of eloping, and when you're married, you won't even let us meet him then either. Are you listening to me? Am I going to talk myself hoarse in the face for nothing? Oh, here it is. Come on, Aunt Jane. Uh, uh, first floor, please. Now, look, Betty. This is your last chance. Another last chance? This is positively the last, last. 
Will you come home to dinner with me? I'll have to take a cab now that I missed Uncle Abe. You're wasting your breath, Aunt Jane. Oh, what's a little breath? How about it, Betty, will you? I've got a date for dinner. Who with? Well, we've only got right back to where we started. Yes, and you know why? Because you won't come. Oh, thank you. Now, wait, Betty. Are you coming with me or not? I'm afraid not, Aunt Jane. Oh, all right for you, then. Well, I'll walk out the door with you. Uh, wait a second, Betty. Not so fast. But I tell you I'm in a hurry. Well, can't you stand still just a minute? Oh, all right. What is it? Uh, stand right here. That's it. Uh, so you won't come home, Betty. Betty, did you hear me? What did you say, Aunt Jane? So you won't come home, Betty. No, Aunt Jane. I'm sorry. Well, all right. Goodbye, Betty. So long, Aunt Jane. It's so long, Cokie. What? Gee, what do you know about that? She knew me. Well, Jane's little scheme and Cokie's disguise failed to work. But Jane carries on in spite of it when next we meet the Easy Aces.